Have you ever had the feeling that someone or something is watching you? When you're on your street and you get that gut feeling that makes you turn around, only to realize that nothing's there? Or when you're lying in bed and something makes the hairs on your neck stand on edge, but when you quickly turn on your bedside lamp or phone, nothing was ever there? It was May. Springtime. Everything was getting better. It had just been my birthday, and I had received money from a few family members. The days were getting longer. All the baby animals were in the fields. Life was just getting better. I was holidaying in Florida with a friend, who will remain nameless for respect. She owned a bakery and had moved from the UK in pursuit of her dream of becoming a baker. She lived in Florida and had invited me over to her bakery for a few weeks. When I arrived, I was greeted with a warm smile and was invited into her home. She lived in a small flat just a five-minute walk from her bakery. I went inside and there was a small set of tables and chairs with a huge freshly baked apple pie, steam emitted from the top like a volcano on the verge of erupting. After an hour or so of talking about past times and one too many slices of apple pie, I asked her if she would like to go to Disney World sometime soon. She agreed and suggested we go the next day as someone could cover her shift at the bakery. After a freshly made croissant for breakfast, we took a bus to Disney World. At first I was sort of nervous. I'd heard loads of things about Disney with its ghost stories and certain horrible things they'd done. I'm a man of science, not fiction. I would always say to my friends at school whenever we discussed something paranormal. After paying the entrance fee, we entered the park and almost at once, all the thoughts about Disney and its stories were out of my head and all I wanted to do was go on as many rides as possible. I always have been a big kid at heart. After several hours at Disney, and going on more rides than I had fingers and toes, it was time to go. We still had five minutes until closing, so my friend and I went to the bathroom. After I'd finished, I waited until my friend came out. About three minutes passed, and we needed to get out, so I quickly went into the female bathroom and shouted her name. I got a cough in reply. Suddenly the door flew open and out stumbled a zombie. Well, that's how ill she looked. Too many sweets? I asked, smiling. I got a groan and a glare from her in reply, but suddenly the sound of a loudspeaker rattled through the restroom. The park is now empty. Can all maintenance staff please start their duties? Come on, I said, leading her out of the bathroom. The park was empty. It gave the place an eerie feel but I still took the opportunity to take pictures without other tourists' heads in the way. Finally, we found an old man who was one of the janitors for the park. Hey, you're not supposed to be in the park after hours. It's against the rules. We explained what had happened, and he smiled. Well, I'm sorry, just a misunderstanding, he said. We smiled in reply. He told us to follow him, and he'd take us to the exit, so we did. Here's the exit in here. We were standing in front of a wooden door with a golden plaque that read, Staff Room, No Unauthorized Personnel. The janitor opened the door and proceeded inside. The room was huge. A soft white carpet was laid on the floor. The walls were painted ruby red. A small coffee table sat in the center of the room, surrounded by sofas. A large portrait of Walt Disney hung above a set of drawers. The old man instructed us to stand at the wall the drawers were at, so we did. He opened one of the drawers when my friend vomited all over the immaculate carpet. I just widened my eyes and stood away from her. She looked up at the janitor who was also taken aback by her projectile vomiting. 
She apologized and said she would pay for the carpet cleaning. The old man smiled and shook his head. He said it was fine and that he'd get it cleaned. He then came and stood next to us. Suddenly a portion of the wall slid into the floor, revealing an opening to another room. My friend and I got pushed into the room and the door slid back up. More portraits of Walt Disney were scattered on the wall. Only this time in the picture, he was dead. Someone in the Mickey Mouse costumes, who would usually go around the park, hung from the ceiling. Dried blood that was yellowed in places stained in the costume. Also, the floor and walls were a deep, shining red. My friend and I were backed up against the wall. Wardrobes were lined up against one side. There must have been twenty or more of them there. My friend and I stood motionless and silent as we stared around the room. Across from us, an emergency exit door was there. I could have sworn it wasn't before. Natural instinct took over, and both my friend and I sprinted towards the exit and started to push it with all our might. It wouldn't budge. Suddenly a creaking noise came from our left. One of the wardrobes had swung open. We spun on our heels, not knowing what to expect. A lifeless Mickey Mouse costume stood in the wardrobe. A large sticky note stuck to its stomach. Writing was inscribed on it. My friend walked slowly towards the costume, making barely any noise. I followed a few feet behind. I then noticed that my shoes were making a sort of squeaky noise, like when you're walking in a muddy field. Then it clicked. The shining red carpet was drenched in blood. Disney is watching, my friend said. What? I whispered. That's what it says on the... After the half-sentence, she let out an ear-piercing scream. I quickly looked up from my feet. The Mickey Mouse costume was holding onto my friend's wrist. I screamed her name and ran towards her when suddenly I slipped on the carpet. Then all the other cupboard doors flew open and one even fell off its hinges. More Mickeys stumbled out. They all turned towards my friend and like a magnet, they thumped towards her. They were all positioned in a circle around her with one in the center holding her head. She was trying to escape but failing. The Mickey in the middle looked towards me, and that's when I noticed its eyes. They weren't the normal ones that the characters around the park usually had. They were real, human eyeballs. Then, suddenly all the circling Mickeys jumped into my friend and blood flew across the room. I turned and ran towards the wall that we had gotten pushed through. I noticed a red button on the right where the opening should be. Again, I hadn't seen it before, and I slammed my hand on it. The door opened and the original room before appeared. I ran through and reached for the door that led to the park. Suddenly, Mickey's flooded through the door, knocking me down. I shuffled back and was stood in the corner, Mickey's surrounding me. I was doomed. Then I saw an opening between two of them. I saw my chance and took it. Like a football player, I sprinted through the Mickey's and then out the door and was free. I ran through the park and when I looked back, they were sprinting towards me. Then I saw a Mickey without its matching head. It was replaced with the head of my friend. I turned my head back around and spotted the gate. I ran to it and started to climb. I was bad at climbing things, especially gates. The Mickeys were about ten feet away, and when I finally got one leg over, the Mickey with my friend's head grabbed the other one of my legs. I froze once I had seen her face. She had no eyes. After struggling a little, I finally got my other leg over and jumped. The Mickeys didn't climb after me. They just stared. 
I didn't care. I needed to get back to the bakery. I ran down the road as fast as I could and only looked back when I reached the end. All the Mickeys were limping back to their hideout, apart from one. The one with my friend's head. It just stared at me, then slowly turned around and followed the others. I ran back to the bakery, wanting only to get my stuff and get on the first plane back to the UK. I reached the door and grabbed the spare key from under the doormat and unlocked the door. Sweat had drenched my face and hair, and I turned the key and walked inside. I hadn't unpacked before we had gone to Disney World, so all my things were in the kitchen. So I quickly speedwalked and grabbed my bag and passport. Then I saw it. The apple pie from the day before was still on the table, but a big chunk was taken out of it that wasn't there before. Two eyeballs were also on the plate and a sticky note with the words, Disney is watching. <laughs>